Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls, where they're winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com. Go there. Check out our great sponsors, Freedom Foundation, All Solar Energy, Satellite Phone Store, MyPillow.com slash Buff. Save big, up to 80% with promo code Buff. Check us out on AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer Orlando, and other stations, including Roku TV, yeah, that's a station on there called the Patriot Podcast Network. <coughs> well, Rumble Live is cooking, and also Getter Live and Facebook Live is hiding us, censoring conservatives. Tonight's show is all about war. Send an email to info at thebuffshow.com for your questions, and don't forget to go to thebuffshow.com and check out all your favorite past interviews. So much to cover tonight, but the theme is going to be war. As a storm is raging outside of the studio here, war is what we're going to be talking about tonight. The war on skinny people. Yeah, right. You're going to hear that from the Dove story with the big, fat, black BLM activist who is now the spokesperson for Dove, a beauty product, by the way. The war on conservatives. We're going to be talking about what happened to Ken Paxton in Texas, how even rhinos tried to impeach him. He's acquitted. We're going to get into all that with Steve Toth on the Matt Buff Show. We have Ashley Varner here from the Freedom Foundation coming up later to talk about the war on our children and education from the public unions and the, and the school unions specifically, ran, led by Randy Weingarten. Well, what did all the Republican candidates say about that? On the debate stage and in their campaigns, she broke it down so nicely. We're going to dive into that, too. So the war on our kids, the war on our border, 600 people came through the border today in broad daylight and said Biden opened the door for them, which is absolutely true. <clears throat> the war on our consumer products and our grocery stores as Chicago opens a government-run a government-run grocery store where it's affordable for everybody. And it's just all kinds of lettuce and beans and garbage and trying to promote a whole healthy lifestyle. Number one, how long will it be for this place gets robbed and destroyed? And number two, are they going to call it Floyd's? Is it George Floyd's grocery store? Or, or is it Lori Lightfoot's uh, Beetlejuice House of Haven? I mean, what are they going to call this thing? We don't know. War everywhere war on conservatives war on catholics war on free speech war in ukraine zelensky wants everybody in the world against russia he wants the un to open its doors he wants nato to open it up to ukraine expand the membership so that your 
Young men and women can go fight his war. It's not enough. We're sending all the money we've got in America over to Ukraine. What little what little we have as the government prepares to default on its own debt. What is going on to where Hunter Biden was getting paid millions from Ukraine? Joe Biden pocketed a good percentage as the big guy. And so what what happened to that money? Why can't you use that money to fight the Russians? Oh, you gave it all to the Bidens. And now you need more. And it's a money laundering scheme over there. That is not our problem. We got our own war here at home with fentanyl. We got our war with the border, with the rising crime rates. You know, we were watching Winning Time, that uh, show about the Lakers on HBO. And in that show, in the last season, they were playing the bullets in the, uh, the Washington Bullets in the playoff game. Now they're the Washington Wizards, of course, because Bullets was offensive. But back when their name was the Bullets in Washington, crime was down. You get rid of the name Bullets and you replace it with real Bullets. And no, it's not the inanimate object gun's fault. It's the fault of the lunatic you let out on cashless bail. It's the lax on crime policies that embolden criminals. And now the real Bullets are uh, flying, but at least it's called the Washington Wizards. Man, when are the Redskins going to come back to Washington? Because there's nobody in command. You can't call that place the commanders anymore. Nobody's in command. We need the Redskins and the bullets back, the bullets from the good guys to stop the bullets from the bad guys. Boy, I went on this huge rant about Washington, the city. Not bad. (laughs) Not bad at all, but it's great to have you with us. We have this... Be uh, the war on fossil fuels. Almost forgot about that one. We've got a funny story about fossil fuels that you're that, about electric cars that you're going to hear. I mean, this green new push that they're putting. They want to put the ultimate strain on the electric grid in the country by having everybody plug in an electric vehicle. Do you know if ten percent of Americans all had electric vehicles and all tried to charge uh, and all tried to charge them? Ten percent, just ten percent the whole United States grid would crash. Well, we need to build it, build it back better. Remember build back better, that failed line from the Biden regime, build back better, which is another failure. Yeah. There's no hope for that. So let's start there with uh, electric cars. You can't make this stuff up. Okay. Just recently, secretary of energy, Granholm, went out on a four-day road trip in her electric vehicle to draw attention to the billions of dollars that the greenies in the White House are pouring into their electric vehicle fantasy. So let's talk a little bit about this road trip. The predictable problem that they had on the road trip, there were not enough EV chargers okay so again you can't make this stuff up so what did Granholm's staff do they got in their gas-powered car and they sped ahead to get in line to save spots with their gas-powered vehicle at those electric chargers And it was so bad in one location because the gas-powered car was blocking all of the other electric vehicles that had to charge. It was a really hot day 
a family actually called the police on them. They had a baby in their car that was crying, again, really hot day, and here's a gas-powered car, Granholm staff, trying to save them a spot so they could just slip in line and get their EV charged. Okay, so folks, if the Biden administration can't make it from Charlotte to Memphis without an incident, then how do we expect that all of our non-tactical military fleet is going to get transitioned by the year 2030 without having big issues. Okay, so let's think about that. This greeny push out there for those electric vehicles, it is not realistic. We are living in an absurd world in the Joe Biden administration. So let's call it what it is, folks. It is a road to nowhere. That's exactly right. A road to nowhere. They raised the price on gas to get everybody to try to big, uh, get electrical push, uh, a big EV push. Now, you've seen the TV commercials where cars commercials are getting a lot of subsidies from the federal government to push EVs. Push them out there. Everybody get one. But there's not enough for the grid to charge them all. There's not enough places to charge. And then who has time to sit there for two and a half hours while the damn thing charges? This is stupid. They even said, we'll raise the gas prices. That'll get people in an EV. It's just a typical mind of a Democrat, a liberal Democrat. Just a typical, uh, they, they see an end in sight, but they can't tell you how to get there. That's why you can't ever have an argument with a lefty. It's, it's nearly impossible. They see an end in sight, but they can't tell you how to get there. Well, we want this guy to be a woman. Well, if you do that, you got to sterilize, you got a puberty block. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 we, we don't have to do all that. We just pretend he's a woman. We want everybody to have an electrical vehicle, an electric vehicle, but we can't pretend to charge it. There's plenty of videos out there on TikTok, guys, where you got to go and see where people are doing test runs with electrical vehicles trying to get from point A to point B, and it is a nightmare. We want everybody to have an electric vehicle. We want to do a war on fossil fuels, but we can't tell them how to get there. And we don't care if they get there or not. We want the entire military to be electric by in six years. Six years. So in, in the Middle East and everywhere else, they're going to be flipping us off, and we're going to go to bomb them, and everything's going to fall into the ocean. It is stupid. And speaking of stupid, there's Joe Biden embarrassing us again because the war about climate change rages on. Somebody whispering in his ear, hey, we need more money for our Green New Deal buddies. We need more money for that. That's all it is. It's just weather. It's just weather. Just weather, guys. Natural weather. They fly a private jet over there to say, you guys need to drive an electric car. But Joe Biden's not the greatest spokesman to get it out. The 21st century, 21st century results are badly needed. They're needed to move us along. What? That starts with the United Nations. Starts right here. For one day, for one day, my administration, the United States, has treated this crisis as an existential threat from the moment we took office. One day. Not only for us, but for all of humanity. Now, even as we evolve our institutions, 
and drive creative new partnerships. Let me be clear. How, if, if anybody out there watching tonight can decipher what that first part of that sentence was right before he said, let me be clear, we'll give you a buff show shirt. Certain principles of our international system are sacrosanct. For decades, it would have been unthinkable for an American president to stand in Hanoi alongside a bit. Now, for our radio listeners, while he's mumbling and stumbling through this right now, what you can't see on the video for our radio listeners is that his staff is sitting there. There's John Kerry, Blinken, and some other idiot, and they're mumbling. They're they're whispering to each other. They look at Joe Biden, and then they whisper to each other. They're probably saying, this is the guy we work for? This is a nightmare. Vietnamese leader and announce a mutual commitment. There can only be one answer to that question. We must and we will. What? The road ahead is long and difficult, but if we preserve, persevere, preserve. and prevail, per- persevere. If we keep the faith in ourselves and show what's possible. Together with China on issues where progress hinges on our common efforts. Nowhere is that more critical than accelerating the climate crisis. That's it right there. They want to accelerate the climate crisis. <laughs> We have to accelerate the climate crisis with China. Forget Taiwan. Forget China's Uyghurs. Forget the slaves in China. Forget the rules against children. Forget all that. Forget the insane lockdowns. This guy's more passionate. And he, the more passionate he gets, the, stup- the dumber he sounds. The stupid words just keep coming out and the mumbling just continues. But he's more passionate about climate change than he ever would be about the border. The illegals just spread out all over liberal cities on the streets and hotels. More worried about, more passionate about climate change than he is about the rising gas prices or the rising food prices or the complete and utter lack of respect for conservative free speech on the internet or anywhere else. Not passionate about any of that at all, but it's about climate change because we need China's money. China's laughing at him. They didn't even send their delegation, their proper delegation, to listen to this nonsense. Then, then the accelerating climate crisis. I've said we are for de-risking, not decoupling with China. Under the new president of the World Bank, change is already taking root. Last month, I asked the United States Congress for additional funds to expand World Bank financing by $25 billion. And the G20, we rallied the major economies of the world to mobilize even more funding. Collectively, we can deliver a transformational boost to World Bank lending. (laughs) Money, 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 spending, spending, spending. We want to transfer $25 billion to the World Bank. We're close enough to the one world government. We got the World Bank. The same people that say everyone should be triple, double, quadruple vaxxed, masked, and learning about pornography in schools. The World Bank has nothing, I mean nothing to do with the United States of America. But Biden wants to expand its financing by $25 billion. Can he even believe what he's reading? We know he's just a mouthpiece for the left. But he's reading this. Now, 
Biden needs help from I'm gonna from his daughter, Ashley Biden, who that's the one that her diary got stolen and Biden liked to take showers with her when she was little. She had to escort him out of there and make sure he doesn't fall down the four steps that he was taking. The four steps, which is unbelievable. This was a New York City restaurant and he's holding on to her for dear life. I wonder if she was conditioned. All right, let's see what Schumer has to say about the Ukraine disaster relief on it. Look, I'm not going to speculate about how to package it other than to say we need a bipartisan process each way. Yes, Okay, before we get to Kamala um, uh, laughing hysterically, who Kamala is one stair fall away, one hit head away from being the president. <laughs> One impeachment away from being the president. Unbelievable. This thing is spiraling out of control, and it's just ridiculous. But the funding for Ukraine, they want it, the Republicans want border security or election security or something like that, but they always attach it to funding Ukraine. We'll help with the debt ceiling limit as long as we fund Ukraine. And he said it, and Chuck Schumer said it right there. It's always, it's got to be a bipartisan issue. No matter what domestic bill we pass, we got to attach funding for Ukraine. That lightning and thunder strike couldn't have been more perfect for the show at that moment, right there, right when I hit a point. <laughs> funding for Ukraine. That's what it's about. Real quick, Kamala Harris, go. I hope she wasn't talking to the mouse at Disney that is trying to indoctrinate our kids with garbage. Have you seen Disney Plus lately? You did it, Mickey. And then she laughs hysterically and says, let's all take a seat. Now, after an embarrassing week for Joe Biden, after a complete disaster at the UN, today he, uh, no, not today, but when he met with the uh, Prime Minister Modi, he almost knocked over the American flag when coming in, when he was walking in. When he knocked over the American flag, that was one of the most symbolic things we've seen in America. That's it. So people shout questions at him, but man, this guy is a robot now. Hey, how about your son, Hunter? Because he walks like an idiot. All right, that sounds annoying. It's just the helicopter going. But there he goes, wandering off, ignoring the press. I mean, have you seen anything so secretive? Have you ever seen an administration that just can't answer questions? They just can't answer questions. Committee hearings. Mayor Garland, why are you targeting Catholics? I find that offensive. It's like the Holocaust out there. <laughs> it's absolutely stupid and ridiculous. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the Map Buff Show. So much more to come. You stay with us. It's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow 
to bring you the best pillow in history, My Pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, My Pillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling Go Anywhere My Pillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of My Pillow. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our My Pillow 2.0 four pack special. You'll get two My Pillows and two Go Anywhere My Pillows, regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game, and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. A lot of craziness. Go to the Buff Show on Facebook. We posted this really cool video. Have you guys noticed? First of all, like, share, and subscribe. All right? We need your help out there. We get a lot of people watching on our uh, website, thebuffshow.com. So great to see you guys there. Uh, Rumble is gaining steam. Thank you to our getter following. But go to the Buff Show on Facebook. We posted this awesome video. We can't show it here because it's, you know, five minutes long and it's just really cool video, but not much audio. Have you noticed how these climate protesters are sitting in streets and highways across? Not just America, but all over the world. They're protesting gas-powered vehicles, right? How did they get there? How did they get there to the protesting spot? How did they get there? They came in a car. But what happens is the people out there, they're trying to get to work. They're trying to go on, uh, you know, maybe get to a girlfriend's house. Maybe somebody's having a baby, needs to get to the hospital. Emergency vehicles, none of them get through. They're all just blocking the highway. So we posted a nice five-minute video on how people were either running them over, like not like blood and guts and everything, but just up, up, up until they get out of the way. One guy, some jumped on the hood, and they kept driving, and they fell off the hood. 
or emergency services vehicles push them away or people get out of their cars and drag these people off the street. It is so fun to watch. And it's fun to watch the videos we post too about people being mean to cops and the cops and they get their justice. These people do. There, there's climate protesters getting theirs and then people who are abusive to police getting theirs are some of my favorite videos to watch. There's this mentality across the country right now that you can do whatever you want. You can shoplift. You can beat up somebody. You can punch an 80-year-old woman. You can rob somebody. And you can, and nobody's going to do anything about it. The left cares. The left in leadership cares. And I'm talking about DAs and uh, DAs and prosecutors. They'd rather get 91 counts on Donald Trump than get any count on a criminal, which is just insane. Okay, let's jump over to Steve Toth real quick on the Matt Buff Show for a quick update on what happened to Ken Paxton down in Texas. Acquitted. Steve, great to see you on the show. Um, Steve Toth is a Texas state representative. Tell us what happened, man. Well, reality had a clash with um a lie and reality one and if this this should have been matt this should have been a total and complete embarrassment to carl rove to dave Phelan, and andy murr the um the sock i mean the real hands inside the sock puppet and uh unfortunately they're all doubling down right now which is really sad they had no evidence matt none none whatsoever it was a complete sham well, this is the, this is what we were just talking about. How they're celebrating criminals, but going after people. Can you give people the, uh, a, a little bit of background on how this whole impeachment thing against the AG in Texas, Ken Paxton, even started? What was the basis for this? What was their accusal? What was going on here? The basis of this is that is is that Ken Paxton won. The basis is that is that George P. Bush lost. And so they have been, I'm telling you, Matt, they have been after him since 2014. They have not stopped. They have used every tool in the toolkit. They've used every club in their golf bag. They have stopped at nothing um, to accuse him of every evil thing you can possibly imagine. The one blessing that came out of this is that there was a hearing, two weeks of, of testimony, and it was all found to be a complete and total scam, a lie. Here's the problem. Here's really what it comes down to, is that the attorney general's office has been a springboard for every single Republican. It was a springboard for Ted Cruz. It was a springboard for John Cornyn. It was a springboard for, for Abbott, for Greg Abbott to become governor. And what do these guys fear? They fear that the most popular statewide elected official in Texas is Ken Paxton. They're afraid that he's going to run for governor. So, so what do they want? Beto O'Rourke? I mean, this is the problem with the horrific moderate wing of the Republican Party. They don't get anything done except the Democrats bidding. That's all they do. Yeah, that's because the only thing they care about, Matt, is holding power and doing what's best um, for their crony, for their crony supporters. You know, I've said this once, said it a hundred times. When, when Republicans win elections, we take office. When Democrats win elections, 
They want to change the world. And that's what they're doing. They're changing the world. They're idealistic and their idealism is dangerous. It's destructive. It's destroying Texas. It's destroying families and it's destroying our nation. And, you know, there are a few of us that, that believe that when we get elected, we should push back on that crap and we should go to war with them. And Ken Paxton is one of those kinds of people. Yeah, and, and you mentioned Carl Rove, too. I mean, we're going to be talking about this with Freedom Foundation, about the individual candidates, but he said uh, Ron DeSantis, not the warmest, fuzziest person around, Mike Pence can consolidate evangel evangelicals, but the uh, what he said about Chris Christie, his pitbull approach to attacking Trump is important. He plays a vital role in starting to be a part of the solvent that takes Trump stains off the Republican Party. So out of all the candidates, he likes Chris Christie. This tells you everything you need to know about these moderates. They're really, truly just liberals, uh, leftist Democrats. That's all they are. They are. That's, that is it exactly. You know, the one great thing about Trump is that he's really galvanized. He's really brought together the grassroots and establishment Republicans. Now the only thing left in the Republican Party that we've got to do away with are these power brokers that um, exist in Austin, Texas, that are completely disconnected from the reality of the grassroots, as well as establishment Republicans out in the field, everyday voters. You know, the Trib did a poll on the support for Ken Paxson. It was at, man, it was at 82%. And I think that, and that was done by the Trib, Texas Trib, which is a liberal, liberal rag. My guess is that if it was a really good survey instrument and they really did a real legitimate sample, it would be at 95 or 96%. I mean, I am seeing hundreds and hundreds of people come on my page. Look at Dave Phelan's page where he put out his ex explanation for, for impeachment. He doubled down on it. Thousands of people, thousands of people had gone on his, his X feed, Twitter feed to, to voice their, I mean, that's putting it really mildly, to voice their displeasure with what he did and what he did to the, the attorney general. Well, you tweeted out yesterday, and I want everybody to uh, follow Steve. It's at Toth underscore four underscore Texas. Okay, we'll put the link on the buffshow.com. But you tweeted out yesterday that you're leaving the Texas Freedom Caucus over the Paxton impeachment because you're embarrassed by the party and what they've done. So you left the, the Freedom Caucus. So what's next for people like you that want to be a part of a Freedom Caucus to rally against the hard left in Texas? What's next for you now that you've left the Freedom Caucus? Yeah, I mean, there's some really great members on the Freedom Caucus. <clears throat> I'm just more about more freedom and less caucus. If the caucus isn't doing <laughs> anything, if the caucus isn't taking a stand, on this stuff and the caucus serves no purpose. And right now the Texas Freedom Caucus serves no purpose, unfortunately. That's right. What's next for Ken Paxton? He gets back his old duties, right? And government, governor probably next. He's probably more popular now than he was before the hoax. Yeah, he is more popular now than ever. And I think you're gonna see a, a new sense of, of, of passion in Ken, I think. He is absolutely going to be a wrecking ball to the left now. He's pissed. <laughs> That's right. All right, Steve. And uh, we told everybody your Twitter, but what's next for you now that you've won? This is a great battle. 
that you guys won in Texas, but they're the left and the moderates. They're all the same. They're not going to stop. What's next for you? Last word. I'm going to keep my nose to the grindstone, work hard for the people of house district 15 and make sure that, that uh, we tell the truth about what Dave Phelan is doing in the Texas house. Let me one, one quick follow-up too. Can you guys throw up a wall on the Texas side? Can you do something? Because the, the, the Washington, they want to leave all, they want to pass a bill that leaves all illegals in Texas. That would destroy your state. What can Governor Abbott do? This is truly the last word. I apologize for saying it wasn't because I had to ask you this question as a representative. What can they do to truly stop the flow? The buoys ain't working. The unfinished wall isn't working. And the federal government is leaving you guys high and dry. Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the Constitution says that if we're in imminent danger, we can close the border. Matt, we're in imminent danger, and we need to close the border. No more excuses. It's not complicated. We just need to say no to the donor class that we don't care about your money. We care about saving our nation. All right. Well, get on the phone with Governor Abbott or whoever you can and get that thing closed because people are dying. Um, An illegal just killed another person in Texas today, and it's just remarkable how it's just a blind eye, not to mention the drugs. So keep up the great work, Steve, and uh, thank you for uh, what you do for our country. Appreciate you, Matt. God bless you. God bless you, too. Absolutely. Thank you. Steve Toth, everybody, on the Matt Buff Show for that quick update on what happened and the the very great acquittal to Ken Paxton going after our political enemies. It's a fad that's taking hold of something normal. This is ridiculous. And then you got Republicans jumping in on it. Stay with us. A lot more to come on the Matt Buff Show. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. 
But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com and check out freedomfoundation.com. Meet the team, see about events and the breaking news and the articles. So much happening there at freedomfoundation.com. Let's head over to one of our favorites from freedomfoundation.com. That's Ashley Varner back on the Matt Buff Show. She's VP of Communications, and we haven't seen her in a while. And there's there's a Halloween decoration behind her today. Oh, you must mean my Randy Weingarten friends. Yes, that's who I mean. I thought that was a, uh, never mind. Just go ahead and what does that sign say? Threat to America's children. <laughs> yes, we have a postcard Randy Weingarten that is, We've given her the award of threat to America's children. We take her to CPAC. We take her to Moms for Liberty. We take her to all kinds of different, the Pennsylvania Leadership Conference. She is a hit at our tables and people like to get pictures with her, but we have to be careful that they don't roughhouse her. Yeah, That's they all. don't want to even touch that picture, let alone, <laughs> so I think it's safe. <laughs> That is true. But I want to tell you, Matt, we got to update our um, ad with you because we are now up over 155,000 people we have helped leave their union and stop paying dues. So that is a wonderful update for you on the amount that of people. Is fan- that is fantastic. We do need to get some updated ads for from you guys because you're breaking records. 4,000 opt-outs nationally per month for July, August, and September. This is this is a quarter that's going to be at 12,000 opt-outs. This is a record-breaking time for Freedom Foundation and the freedom-loving teachers out there. It really is, and we couldn't be more excited. We can't wait to come back to you in October once we have the final numbers from September. But we will break 12,000 people we've helped opt out of their unions just between July and September. We started breaking records in May and June with more than 3,000 and 3,500. And then when we broke 4,000 and just kept breaking it, we were so excited. The, The word is getting out, Matt. People are talking to their coworkers. They are finally, they're not scared to talk about it. They're not like, oh, I'll I'll opt out for myself, but I don't want anyone else to know. They are talking about it. They're sharing it with their coworkers. We've even had, I'll tell you, one of our latest stories is a janitor in the New Jersey Education Association. Uh, he He got an actual email from the Teachers Association of New Jersey saying, haven't we told you this before? Don't read anything from the Freedom Foundation. Don't pay any attention to it. Throw it in the trash. And what does that make them do? It makes them say, huh, why do they not want us to see this? And so this sweet janitor went and looked us up. He called Ryan Brooks, who's been on the show, our New Jersey yeah. state. They had numerous phone conversations. And he said, is this real? Is this true? Can I trust this? 
and Brian helped him opt out. And then he said, will you send me more information so that I can send it to my coworkers in my school district? And so that's what he's doing in New Jersey. We have these stories all across the country now, and it's just so exciting. And now we've got this record breaking quarter. I can't wait to come back to you with the official numbers in October. Yeah, that's going to be great. That's the next ads we got to do. We got to do these testimonial videos and yes. get those out there for people to see because it's a janitor and he sees yeah. this and he knows that something's not right. And by the way, you want to see Ryan Brooks on the Matt Buff Show and everybody else from Freedom Foundation, go to thebuffshow.com slash Freedom Foundation. We've got about two years of interviews on there. You can literally binge watch the Freedom Foundation. We should do an anniversary show, Matt. We should. I, I think that would be fun. We, we, we get like 12 people from Freedom Foundation on the show and we'll just, we'll do a, a Brady Bunch where we all look up and down. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, do the block square. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do an anniversary show. Now you put together an awesome uh, Fox, Fox News debate education topics list here about the highlights <clears throat> of what each candidate said because reading is uh, and at an all-time liter literacy rates in this country are in the toilet. Math in the toilet. They, they know about slavery and all that stuff, but they don't know how to read or add. And so this is becoming a mainstream topic on the debate stage and in Republican campaigns. So before we read a portion of each one of them, um, you put some of your highlights here. What were some of your lowlights and highlights before we read them specifically? Well, I think my lowlight was that I didn't have a single quote from Governor Asa Hutchinson on education or teachers unions that was even. He doesn't notable. care. He doesn't I, care. I, I didn't even take a quote from him. So I don't know. <laughs> Uh, even Doug Burgum had some great quotes that I took down, you know, and let me be clear, I don't have an emotional connection to anyone. And I didn't in 2016 either. I was waiting. I'll be honest. My first guy in 2016 uh, was the governor of Texas at the time, because at the time he was most notable for shooting a coyote while he was jogging with his dog. And I thought, yep, that's the guy that Putin will respect, you know? So he was my guy. And then he forgot the third uh, department that he would want to abolish and that kind of, you know. Well, so then Rick I went, Perry, yeah, Rick yeah. Perry later became the head of the Department of Energy. I thought yeah, that was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> waiting, you know, I voted for someone in the Virginia primary that didn't end up being the nominee. And then once uh, Ted Cruz lost the Indiana primary, I was like, okay, here's where we're going. Now, I want to also say, I hate everybody in Washington. I'm more of a libertarian, so I just like hating everyone. And I'm unhappy with a lot of stuff on both sides. So again, I'm being very 501c3 here, and I don't want the Freedom Foundation lawyers to have a heart attack by what we're talking about. But well, we have to watch the Republican debates. We're going to have to watch it next week. We had to watch it a few weeks ago. We need to pay attention to what they're talking about. And I'm glad that education was a 
topic, I hope that it will become a bigger topic, to be honest with you, in future debates, because it is one of the biggest topics we should be talking about because it's about the future of our country. Every single person, whether you have a student or not, whether you have a kid or not, you're going to have to drive on the roads and on the bridges that these future architects and mathematicians are going to, you need to make sure they get that education right now because you're going to be driving on it in 15 to 20 years and you want to make sure it stands. I just thought about the road out for outside of my neighborhood that's been over two years of construction. Those kids weren't educated well. I can't imagine what's happening in the future. But uh, I digress. I do. God bless you, Oviedo, Florida. <laughs> but I'm, I'm Doug Bergram, by the way, I got a text out of the blue from his campaign when you mentioned his name. So thank you, Doug Bergram campaign for watching. But this show is clearly not an endorsement for you. You should drop out immediately. You're bringing down the entire party and you suck. <laughs> that is from Matt Buff, everybody. <laughs> That's why I have no friends. But <laughs> most hosts would be like, oh, thank you for watching. Come on the show. No, no, no. It'd be a waste of time of an, of an interview. Just drop out. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Again, Matt Buff, everybody. Yeah, not, not representing Freedom Foundation. This is just map up. But now, um, what he said on the debate stage, you can tell me what you think about it. When we He says, when we start talking about education and we think we're going to have a federal government one size fits all, we're just completely losing track of the fact that education differs by state. I, I don't like that excuse. I care about the kids in Chicago like I care about the kids. who I don't want them falling in the gutter either. But what he said, what we need, what needs to change is in education is innovation. We're doing it the same way we did it 50 years ago. You should see what the people are doing when you cut loose the red tape, get the burden off their back. They care. Teachers in the country, the vast majority of them care about those kids, too. To me, Ashley, I know that was one of your highlight quotes. He said absolutely nothing there. I understand where you're coming there. Matt, but I also think that a lot of people talk about how the Department of Education brings this top-down notion of education to all the 50 states. The 50 states are supposed to be 50 laboratories of democracy, and you teach the kids according to your culture. Um, I think that Missouri history, because we even had a two-tiered governor during the war, uh, the Civil War, uh, Yes, uh, versus Kansas. Yes, I know where you're going. Uh, even if even if that was a, a, a accidental hiccup or, or sneeze, I know where you're going. There, it was the, well timed, well timed. The war, yes, it was the war between <laughs> Kansas and Missouri. Like we should understand that versus Florida, who had much more of the Indian at the beginning of the Cherokee, you know, Trail of Tears, whatever. Everything should be located to culture and where you're coming up. Um, the Californians should know why is their football team, the 49ers, you know, um, I think it should be from the state culture and what the states are doing versus a national top down. And, and to be honest, we didn't even have a department of education until Jimmy Carter. That's right. right. So, it, it, that's one of the ones that should be abolished right away. By the way, 49ers minus 10. 
It's a good bet, and it's because that's the name of the Cowboys that were running in to do the gold rush in California. Am I correct on this, Ashley? The Cowboys rushing in to do the – it was the gold rush. That's how they got the nickname, the 49ers. Uh, yes, it was, and I have my football picks on a different spreadsheet here. That I, got. <laughs> so. uh, I can't wait. to. We'll do football picks, uh, gambling advice from the Mabuff show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Niners minus 10 uh, Thursday night. When this show plays on the radio Sunday, the listeners will be like, oh, he was right on. <laughs> well, to get us back on track, before we go on to NFL, the, honestly, the uh, Department of Education founded during the Jimmy Carter administration because the National Education Administration gave so much money to the Jimmy Carter campaign. They bragged after the Department of Education was founded that they are the only union that has its own cabinet department. Really? Yes. And I did not know that until I read my CEO's book. Uh, freedom is the foundation, not merely a plug, but the Capital Research Center is doing a five-part series on the teachers' unions and breaking down how they got such power, how they are wielding their power against students and the American people. And actually, it's a very good series. Go to capitalresearch.com. I think it might be capitalresearch.org, but it's the Capital Research Center. They're doing a five-part series on the NEA and the AFT. And I believe the series is called Teachers Unions versus Teachers, Parents, and Kids. That'll be good. We got to get the link to that and play some clips from that. That'll be awesome. Now let's go to the heavyweight champion of parental rights and kids in education, Governor Ron DeSantis. He said the decline in education is one of the major reasons why our country is in decline. You said that at the beginning of the show about the, the future architects and everything. He said we need education in this country, not indoctrination in this country. A lot of the problems we've seen are because of these lockdown states lock their kids out of school for a year and a, and, and a half. We have to make sure that what our schools are doing is focusing on solid academics. We can't be graduating students that have that don't have any foundation of what it means to be an American. It seems like the governor wants to take more of a national approach to education. The left did it with the Department of Education. That's why that that uh, woman behind you, uh, Randy Weingarten, is so powerful because she's head of the biggest, uh, second biggest teachers union in the country. And yeah. the first biggest is actually controlling the DOJ right now. I mean, so he wants to take it the other way, eliminate those programs and those say, and put a national standard of no DEI, no CRT, and let's just get back to the book. So his approach seems to be more of an, a national approach, which as a libertarian, you might disagree with, but it's gone so bad. Maybe that's what you need. Now, Governor DeSantis has taken a very open approach that he wants to um, not deport Florida to the rest of the country, but what would you say, export Florida to the rest of the country? And the things that you have done, the, the gains that you have made in education. And isn't that why both AFT and NEA, the two largest teachers unions in the country, they have made Florida their ground zero. And yeah, Becky yeah. Pringle... Becky Pringle is the president of the NEA, which is the largest teachers union. 
It is the one who paid off Jimmy Carter to develop the Department of Education. She is the one who said, Florida is our ground zero. If you watched her speech, we can talk about it in the future and I'll send you the clips. Uh, if anybody remembers the Dwight Schrute speech from the office where he's just pounding on the table and screaming at the top of his lungs, um, that's what Becky Pringle was doing at their national convention this year in support of what the, what the NEA has to do to support teachers nationwide in their ideals and their agenda. Uh, it was it was very Marxist. It was very totalitarian, and it got people's attention. So we'll make sure to play it next time. Yes, indeed. Well, we had Maxford next uh, Maxford Nelson from the Freedom Foundation on last week with clips from that, and and we were make, I was joking with him. I'm like, this is some back room thing. It's a hot mic off a, a table meeting. It's at their national convention for everyone to see. And it's why can't we get them kids to get a force jab too? As I, but it was just unbelievable the amount of work you guys provide with Maxford. You, if you guys missed that last week on the Matt Buff Show, you got to go check it out. Thebuffshow.com Freedom Foundation. We're very short on time. Let's go to uh, Vivek uh, Vivek Ramaswamy had a good quote too. This is the civil rights issue of our time. Allow yeah. any parent to choose where they send their kids to school and the teachers unions at the local level to allow public schools to compete and then revive our national identity where every high school senior should have to pass the same civics test that frankly every immigrant, including my mother, had to pass in order to become a citizen of the country. So he's taking the DeSantis approach, only going a little more local level. He still wants the unions there, but he doesn't understand how they mushroom those unions, but he does want the, the kids to be able to read and write and before they even vote, be able to pass a civics test. Well, I will be honest with you and, and we can come back on and explain this, but the Freedom Foundation has actually been involved in helping local teachers unions decertify from the NEA and the AFT and just form their own. We've so done that's this. that's what he's talking about? Right, that's what he's talking okay. about. Make them okay, good, good. So all the money stays in where we've done it, Kansas, Illinois, some uh, Washington state, and, and we're working in other states to do this, but all of your money stays local with you. You do not work on politics. You only use that money to buy your supplies, to work on your workplace issues. And that way they don't feel like they are unrepresented because some people just want to know that they're in a union and so if they can make it independent of the political unions, we, we help them do that so that they can keep their money, all of it in their district. None of it goes to Washington. None of it goes to politicians. No, not at all. Now, I will not read uh, Chris Christie's quote or Nikki Haley's quote because I think they are liars and I don't believe them. I don't believe when, when I watch them talk about education on the stage, I didn't believe them. I don't believe them because it's just a bunch of nonsense. Now, when after the debate, that's during the freedom, that's Matt Buff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. 
But when it did come to Tim Scott, and I can't, I do not like Tim Scott either, but he had one of the best banger quotes when it came to education. I played it during the Freedom Foundation segment last time. He said, the only way we can change education in this nation is to break the backs of the teachers unions. They're standing in the doorhouse of our kids, uh, locking them into failing schools and locking them out of the greatest failure that they could have. He kind of went my route and attacked the root of the problem and say the Department of Education and the largest teachers union need, uh, need to butt out. And then we can start sorting things out. Pretty smart comment from Tim Scott. It was a great comment. And, and I really just hope that this is the beginning. I want to see more uh, for work. You have to watch it, I'm sure. I have to watch it. That way we can watch it for everybody who listens to us and they don't have to and we can talk about it for them. But I really hope that education remains one of the top issues in this debate and that they will talk about the crux of the issue, which is the teachers unions who are piling on their political agenda. They are preventing teachers from actually teaching the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic. They are preventing parents from making their own educational decisions for their kids. And in some cases, they're trying to force the babies to still mask up. And as we found out last week, they would, if they could, force the kids to vax. This is what we've been talking about the entire show tonight is war. This whole segment was about the war on our children. They want them to become little Marxist soldiers and grow up and take over the unions. And it's just unacceptable. Ashley Varner, optouttoday.com, setting records. And if you're a teacher listening to this segment and you've had enough, that's where you go. Optouttoday.com. I guess we'll have to do our picks via text. Do them real quick. We got 30 seconds. Let's see what you got. Well, the Chiefs had better beat the Bears. I want the Bills to beat the Commanders. I like the AFC, so I want the Broncos over the Dolphins. Sorry, Chargers over Vikings. Now that the Lions beat the Chiefs, I want the Lions to beat everybody else. And I'm sorry, but Kelsey Brothers love. I want the Eagles over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, very good. Wow, I disagree with 90% of that. So we'll see how it works out next week. Ashley Varner, freedomfoundation.com. God bless you. Thank you so much. Good night, Matt. <laughs> that was a banger segment right there from Ashley Varner at the Freedom Foundation. We'll see you next time on the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there, okay? Okay.